BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Josh. Benjamin. How we doing? Better now. Oh, couldn't agree more. Whose song is that? Is that Post Malone? Better now. Is that him or no? You believe that you are better now. Better now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Posty. Guaranteed, right? It's Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Posty is great. I feel like Post Malone, I was about to say that Post Malone's underrated. He couldn't be more rated. He's widely appreciated by most of the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to say that uh, Post Malone is awesome. Big fan. And everything I see of his, I just love. You know, I had a random, have I talked about it night with him? No, but I've also had a random night with him. Yeah. You go first. No, you go. He wrote me on Twitter a couple, or I should say X. Apologies, Elon. <laughs> he wrote me on Twitter, I think. And then we had like some fun repartee back and forth on like Taylor Swift and I, where we did exchange tweets once and then I completely shanked it. And uh, <laughs> Post was like, we need to get together. And I was like, I couldn't agree more, Mr. Malone. So he invites me out one night. It's like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. I remember Paige, my wife was like, eight months pregnant and uh he we go to this bar called the rainbow room in the, in la which is old school kind of rock and roll very 70s 80s sunset strip not necessarily like the cool place now but of course post malone wanted to go there and he just comes in he's like got full security the whole thing he orders many appetizers like more than we can eat for four people which i really respected and he just was a cuddly bear sweetheart the whole time we were chatting it up. And I remember he's like, we're outside. And so he lights a cigarette and I looked at him and I was like, post. And I kind of like looked over at my wife's stomach <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh. And he like runs to the other side of the restaurant to smoke it. He was like, and I'm like, I, dude, you're like 24. <laughs> of course you don't realize like, but he was so courteous and nice. And, uh, and then the best part is uh, it's like, now it's like 11 midnight and, and he goes upstairs to start performing with the band there and they're playing like heavy metal. And I look at my wife and she like points down to her stomach and my soon to be born child is like kicking and punching <laughs> through her stomach. He's moshing in her stomach. And I was like, Post Malone. And that's why my son's name is Max Malone Peck. Wow. Wow. No, that it's is, not. But that'd be awesome. And that is why Max's father is actually Post Malone. <laughs> it's believable. We kind of look alike. My experience was he he only had White Iverson. He like that was the song. And there was a 
as with everything else, a fan of the Morning Toast reached out to Claudia and she's like, hey, I am Post Malone's like manager or agent or something. We'd love you to come to like see a concert, promote it, and then come out for a night out afterwards. And we completely, completely botched that as well. Like we went, but we didn't keep in touch. We were on a table. He was singing White Iverson. We were at the club. It was Tau downtown. I was here. He was next to me. There's probably some very scary photo of us somewhere out there. And uh, yeah, we botched that exchange too. We should both be best friends with Post Malone and we're not. That said, he's so nice. I think we should try to get him on the podcast. He's a gem. You're right. I'm going to reach out. I'm sure he's changed his number since we talked, mm. but it's worth a try. It's worth a, a tweet in X. It's worth an X. Seasons change. And so do Seasons change, but I, and so I love didn't go, grow cold, babe. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. What else is going on? How was your weekend? Not as good as yours. Explain your shirt. Talk about it. <laughs> talk about the Jets game. Talk yeah. about all of it. Yeah, so for uh, those listening on audio, first of all, what are you, nuts? You got to see us on video. But if you're listening on audio, I'm wearing the Taylor's version t-shirt that Claudia and I, my wife, wore to the Sunday night football under the lights Jets Chiefs game on Sunday. And yeah, my weekend was was fabulous. We went to the game. Shout out Jets for giving us just unbelievable seats. First row 40 yard line for the game of the year Sunday night. Unbelievable. And it was fantastic. We had access to this club. They had just kosher, listen to this, kosher hot dogs, kosher wings, kosher hot pastrami. What just like, just a beautiful display of just Jewish brotherhood. And then of course, next to it, they had these beautiful lobster rolls and they had towers of shrimp. The place was really for everyone. It was a fantastic experience. The game was amazing. The Jets quickly went down 17-0, roared back. And then we left strategically when it was 2020, had to beat the traffic. The only night, leaving MetLife is tough for anything, for anything. It's tough. And we got home and we saw they lost 23-20, but we were there for all the good moments. Zach Wilson, who everybody just shits on, had a great game. So shout out Zach Wilson. He played great. He, He played great. And the Jets defense, holy smokes, picking off Mahomes at least two times. But the star of the show was our t-shirts. Taylor Swift was there, or the star of the show was Taylor Swift, and the secondary star of the show was our t-shirts. Taylor Swift is in attendance. She was there. Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. Of course, I didn't bring my glasses, so I couldn't see them, but they were straight across from us. So said Claudia, but I, I couldn't see them. I was completely blind. And uh, Are you still yeah. in optometric purgatory? Have you yes. still- Nope, 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 nope. This, okay, here's the problem, <laughs> Ben, as I see it. You got free tickets- to the hottest NFL game of the year. You're friends with Post Malone. You can't get new prescriptions for your freaking eyewear. I mean, Ross from Toledo can get new eyeglasses. <laughs> this is the blind spot in your hookups? Literal blind spot. Well done there. And I'm just saying, of all of the Jewish kings and queens that listen to our podcast, I'm just saying somebody has to be an optometrist. Like, reach out. Let's get this done. Help me. Because really, I, I've had terrible success with eye doctors in the city. I told you already, I can only get appointments that are six months out. Then that appointment comes and all of a sudden I can't make it because who knows what they're doing in six months? Certainly not me. That, yeah, that's insane. I, I, I'm i upset for you. I think we need an 
optometrist and ophthalmologist. Is it an optom? Which one is it? I said optometrist. Is it an ophthalmologist? It's like the difference between a psychologist and a therapist. One really went to school and one kind of went to school. Got it. An optometrist is at your local lens crafters. Uh, (laughs) No shade on optometrists. An ophthalmologist is like an MD, a doctor of the eye. Understood. Understood. Okay, well, I'll take either. Looking for advice, need a new prescription. Mm. But yeah, I could see like... We were so close. I could see the the players and I could see the field. The game was great. The Jets do something so interesting. I think it's new for this year because I've been to games before. Like maybe like every pause in the action, they completely shut the lights and they do a light show during the game and they play like Avicii. It's like a, it's like a crazy EDC rave like seven times during the game. That's so interesting. And could you see Taylor from your seats? I could not. Claudia could. Claudia could because she has the, she's blessed with good vision, but she was, Taylor was right across from us. She was 50 yard line box. We were 40 yard line first row, as I mentioned, not to toot our own horns. And we could definitely see Taylor. So it was Taylor, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. What's that guy from Queer Eye? Anthony. There was like a, she invited like a million people into that box. And uh, yeah, Donna Kelsey. What a game. What a game. And what a great win. Taylor Swift is 2-0. That's fascinating. I truly believe that getting to learn from people that are actually doing it, that aren't just professional teachers, but if you want to be a filmmaker, learning from people like Aaron Sorkin, Spike Lee, David Mamet, Jodie Foster, uh, if you want to learn business, you know, people from, from people like Bob Iger and, and Chris Voss, who's a brilliant hostage, FBI hostage negotiator, who I've learned crazy skills from in normal business now, like how to basically bait and switch a person into believing something really bad is coming. And then you hit them with something really good. They're totally disarmed. They want to give you everything now because you literally set them up perfectly. Well, that's what masterclass will give you. It's it's boosted my confidence and my emotional intelligence because it gives me this, this practical advice that I can apply to my life, to my work. And I know that it's coming from people who have actually done it. So I know that it's true, that it's worked because masterclass ain't having no schlubs. Let's just say that, okay? They're only having the best of the best to teach you. Look, this fall, learn from the best to become your best with masterclass. Now, when you're watching masterclass, you can do it on TV, on your computer, on the app. You can listen in audio mode. I like to do that at the gym. I'm crazy like that. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one classes with all 180 masterclass instructors from FBI negotiator Chris Voss to Esther Perel teaching relational intelligence. And and right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash good guys. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash good guys. Masterclass.com slash good guys. I love Element. I love taking in electrolytes. I never thought I would be that person. I always thought that you were getting a bunch of crap, that it was just extra sugar, extra stuff I didn't need. Cause while I always worked out, I'm like, I'm not like some crazy high level athlete. I know I look like one, but why would I need electrolytes? But here's the truth. Whether you've been dealing with headaches, lethargy, muscle cramps, fatigue, 
all of these things can be affected by not being hydrated, by not having enough electrolytes. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in your body from nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and element can help prevent so many of those things that are plaguing you. Look, the truth is, is that electrolyte has that science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, great for for cramps, for strain, 60 milligrams magnesium at night, you're going to be sleeping that good, good magnesium never hurts. And the truth is, is that you don't need to feel fatigued. You don't need to have headaches. You can have the right amount of electrolytes and hydration in your system. It tastes delicious. It's only 10 calories. And you're going to be doing what NBA, NFL, NHL players, Olympic athletes, all these high-end athletes have been doing for years by drinking Element. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash good guys. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash good guys. Element offers no questions asked refunds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Do you think that if Kansas City went into a slump over the next like 10, like say they lost every game she goes to, how much would Taylor Swift be just vilified in Kansas? Completely vilified. We've been watching, I told you, Claudia and I are re-watching The Nanny. Highly mm. recommend it if you if you haven't seen it in quite a while. Just watch, you know, two episodes before bed. They're 20 minutes each. It's fantastic. One, an two, epi- three, four. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. Queens. Still, Still a boyfriend, boyfriend kicked her out of one of those, one of those crushing scenes. Crushing scenes. Well, she well, to do? She where was she, 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 she to go? She's out on her fanny. So over the bridge from Flushing to the Sheffield door, she, she was there to sell makeup, but the father saw more. She had stopped. She was there. She was there. she became the nanny. Who would have guessed? What is it? That the is it the father described? That's exactly what the doctor described. Watch out, CC and the kids. Marshall's nineteen, so he has no idea what we're talking about. She is lady in red. All right. Fantastic show, but there's an episode where Fran is dating the captain of the Rangers. But the captain Ooh, of the Rangers Mark is incredibly superstitious. I don't remember his name. I don't yeah. know if he, I wonder if he was a real captain or a fictitious captain. They have A-list celebrities on that show. Last episode was Elton John, so it's probably a real captain. She wore red shoes to the game. They lost. The whole city of New York hated her, so it made me think of Taylor. But yes, the Chiefs fans would turn on her in a second. So let's say that you guys, you and Claude, your lovely queen, you're sitting there and someone runs up with a clipboard and a Jets hat and they go, Mr. and Mrs. Oshry, (laughs) (laughs) Taylor saw you guys from across the way. She's a big toaster. She'd like you to join her in her box. What's happening next? We're, we're going to the box. (laughs) (laughs) we're running there we're incredibly excited honestly at first we'd probably want to see if we were getting punked like you never know if like somebody's just like coming up to you want to make sure that those credentials are right like otherwise they take us into some other random box and like shank us like this is what i think about like are you going to take me into another box pretending that it's taylor swift and just slip my neck like slip my throat like that's what i'm thinking but assuming we verify it's legit right 
we're going in there and we are just playing it cool, you know, like, oh, Taylor, yeah, forgot you were here. So, so happy that we could meet up. Like, I, I don't know if you play up the big fan. Do you think that she'd love that we're diehard fans? Like, do you think she, she'd eat that up or she would be turned off that she's like just welcomed such diehard fans into her box? Like, how would you, how, how do you think that that would play out? That's the problem, right? I don't know quite how to play it. Like when John Stamos invited me to a dinner party with Howard Stern, who mm. I've listened to for 20 plus years, mm -hmm. I met him and he was very nice and cordial. And then I go, well, do I bring up things from the show? Because I know things about his life because he's so, it's like if someone brought up, brought up stuff to us that we talk about on the show, because even though this is like an exaggerated version of us, this is pretty much our life. Yep. And I just was like, but then does he talk to everyone about the whack pack or mm -hmm. like ordering Chinese food from, you know, from the restaurant that he likes on the Upper West Side and how he gives a $20 tip because he feels like if he does anything less, they'll call him like a cheap celebrity bastard. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's too inside baseball, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a tough line to play. It really is. And like, would you just prefer to be a fan of Taylor Swift's? Like sometimes when, once you meet celebrities, like they're, it's just like not as fun anymore. Like you can't really be a fan of theirs unless you're like really close. And I guess you can still be, but otherwise you have to like play it cool. Like you're just like normal people when Taylor Swift is this, is this like mega world-class, she's the freaking Beatles. Like it's unbelievable. Let me tell you, no one in that box was having any fun. And let me tell you <laughs> The cameras were on them the whole time. You're yeah. not going to be wolfing down a kosher Frank getting yellow mustard on your white t-shirt while you're in that box. You're going to be taking small sips of a colorful beverage and praying you look thin. Yeah, yeah, totally. So high stress. Like, I'm sure you saw that clip of Taylor Swift whispering to Blake Lively and they're like making it that like she was saying something about Travis Kelsey and like how hot he looked or whatever. But like, they could have been talking about anything. They could have been talking about me. I was right across from them. Maybe they were whispering to each other. Holy crap, it's Ben Soffer celebrity. We need to go meet him. You never so know. True. Yeah, it's Beans. It's Beans celebrity. <laughs> like the Goya Beans can. Look, it's it Beans. <laughs> We can see beans from here. He can't see us. He doesn't have good glasses. A boy can dream. A boy can dream. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's really it's changed the NFL. It's unbelievable. It's changed the NFL. Fans are really angry or fans are really happy. Like, I'm sure that you've seen like this, this chatter. Like there are just some diehard football fans that are like, if you post another fucking picture of Taylor Swift, I'm going to off myself. And there are other yeah, ones only that post are the guys in the tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ex exactly. And I will say there were a lot of them at the Jet game that were pretty disgusting. I don't know if they were Jets fans or Chiefs fans, but just these fans in general, people were yelling because we were right next to the Chiefs sideline. So people yelling at the Chiefs, we could we could hear all of the hecklers. People were like yelling at Kelsey, like, yo, Kelsey, what you and Swift do last night? And like, yo, Kelsey, what'd you do to Taylor last night? And it's like so gross and weird. And like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it rubbed me the wrong way. Like you can't come up with something funnier. And what if he was honest and was like, we listened to a couple tracks from her new album and ate pad thai. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's totally. probably what I they mean, did. Yeah, that is probably what they really did. Really high-end pad thai. Oh, what I would do for pad thai. I'm so hungry. 
what we, there was also this woman behind us and then we can switch topics. There was this diehard Chiefs fan behind us that came from Kansas City. She was mid forties and I only know that because she kept yelling, class of 98, Hillcrest High, Kansas City, Missouri. And she would like give her address. She was just like screaming her fandom to the place. She was so loud. I'm telling you, I'm deaf. The second, the second that the Chiefs would go on defense, she'd say, let's go defense. Oh my God. And she'd hold it until they snapped. And then when they snapped the ball, of course she had voodoo over the Jets, so they'd fuck up. And then she would, would encourage her to do it again and again and again because she she was like, uh, what is what is that when you like... Uh, What's it called when you, when you, voodoo dolls, voodoo dolls. Yeah. Yeah. She, she controlled the voodoo dolls. The one thing you said that I really deeply respect was that you left early from the game to make sure you didn't get locked in that parking lot. I'm going to tell you something, Ben, and I don't, I don't take this back. Okay. So hit record and clip it. Unless it's the world series, unless it's game seven of the finals, I'm leaving five minutes before the end of the game. Every time, no matter what. Put it in the bank and leave it there. It's going to collect interest because we're not withdrawing. Okay. I don't have the idea of being with these masses of people in a parking lot line trying to get out after these games are so long. I'm full of sodium. I've been hosing down popcorn down my throat. I'm bloated from too much Coke Zero. (laughs) Get me the fuck home. I don't want to stare at these ugly faces for another second. Get me home. So I couldn't agree more. And these people who look at you like you're leaving, you better believe I'm leaving. I'm listen, I would have left at halftime, but I'm keeping up appearances. Yep. Yep. That's the problem with arena. That's a problem with like football stadiums. Like I guess they're arenas. These 80,000 people, you can't leave 80,000 people parking their cars. You can't leave. I used to also do that with Knicks games. I would leave right a little bit early. But unfortunately, I've left too many unbelievable Nick games where something fucking crazy happened. Like the last Nick game that I left early, the Knicks were down by three against the Celtics. They hit a buzzer beater. It went into overtime and they won in overtime. Like That's nice. I can't, I, can't, I can't leave. I can't leave Knicks games, but it's so much easier to get out of Madison Square Garden or any basketball stadium because it's 28,000 people and nobody parked their cars because you're in New York City. Sure, it's a stampede out, but then you're on the street. To have right. to go to your car is misery. And then you're in gridlock. It's the same thing with the U S open, the U S open. You have to leave early. We left. I think we spoke about this. We left in like set three of five. Cause if you wait till five of five, you're going to be there till five in the morning. That yeah, there's not much that I would stick around for. Oh, by the way, speaking of events, I recently went to, do you know the great playwright, David Mamet? No, please do tell. He's the great writer. I mean, he's, you know, him, Neil Simon, these are like the Mm. true great American playwrights of our time, of the last hundred years, to be honest. He's written movies like Glengarry, Glenn Ross, which you haven't seen, but you should. Uh, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, this is like a brilliant, one of the greatest ever. He's 75. So he wrote a new play, which not to be ageist, but there's a reason why Elton John doesn't put out new songs. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm. at a certain point, it just feels like people kind of just play their hits. So he writes a new play and he's putting it up at a theater in Venice called the Electric Lodge. It's a hundred person or smaller little black box theater. Shia LaBeouf was in it. 
I went to go see it last week. I'm just thinking of events and whatnot. That's how I'm connecting mm-hmm. this. Can I tell you what a breathtakingly beautiful experience this was? First of all, it's called Henry Johnson. The play's brilliant. Shia is, quite frankly, one of our greatest actors of our generation, but of any generation. And it was unbelievable. I want to do more theater. Theater is great. Let's go to the theater. Claudia hates theater, except Why? for Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen, she saw nine times. You couldn't she pay became me. Obsessed you couldn't with pay ben me. Platt. She became obsessed with Ben Platt. My wife's yeah, obsessed with this Ben Platt too. Are we missing something, Ben? Yes, we are. We are missing something. We are. He is, what I will say, he was unbelievable Very in Dear Evan Hansen. Person. He was Very unbelievable talented. in Dear Evan Hansen. Very talented. And fun fact, we went on the same Jewish summer camp program to Israel. Hmm. And in his stand-up, it wasn't stand-up, it was like a... It was like a Netflix special on his, his, uh, he did like a concert at Radio City and they filmed it. I don't know if you saw this. And he actually gives a speech during this performance about how when he was younger and in camp, there was a kid named Ben that outed him as gay. And I want to just come on the record and clarify, wasn't me. I didn't know him and I didn't know he was gay, but that definitely presented some problems in my DMs. I I do sort of wish you had just said, and I just want to say, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. We weren't. So he went to, it was Ramah, California. And I went to Ramah uh, in the Berkshires, which was New York. But the Jews like to gather all of the Ramahs together and send them to Israel. You know, you and think so, after all this time, we'd resist camps. And yeah. yet <laughs> us Jews, we can't get enough of camps. You know, and, you it's, think, al- <laughs> and it's also let's, let's, all of us gather in the exact same place at the exact same Nuts. time. What could go wrong? You know, you think we'd boycott Amtrak, that yeah. we would just be against <laughs> trains, camps, lists, and yet still somehow, oh. that's so that's oh. so funny. I, I, I know. Yeah, the Ben Platt of it all is, it's an interesting, he's talented. I can't take anything away from, fine, he's, fine. He's, he's very talented. That's what it is. He's very talented. I saw, I think we spoke with this. I saw Just For Us with Alex Edelman. Did we talk about this? You did, yes. That was great. Another sort of one-man show, very different. Not like Dear Evan Hansen great, but great in its own right. But I absolutely love shows when they're great. There is nothing worse than a bad Broadway show. Nothing worse. Because a movie, you can leave. You can leave. Oh, you can. Oh, I've left plenty of, of, of shows when they're bad. Have you? Yeah. I mean, look, it's a pricey ticket, but you, there's not much you can do. I'm a lever. I'm a mm. lever, just like my father. You know what? It doesn't look like it's working out. I'm out of here. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm a lever. If it's not good, it could be IMAX. It could be a Broadway show, but I don't really like musicals. I just like great plays. And the thing is, is what were you going to say? I was going to say, I love a musical. Really? Yeah, I do. But again, only a good musical. A bad musical stinks. Totally stinks. But I saw Claudia also loved this. It's funny. She she loves to claim that she hates shows, but she sees a lot of shows. Uh, we saw, what is Leah Michelle in? Or what funny was she girl. just in? Funny Girl. Funny Girl with Leah Michelle. Plotzing. Unbelievable. You loved it. Oh, yeah. Leah is a star. She is, but ori- originated by the great Jew of our time, Bob. Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> Director. <laughs> actress. And my mom, Barbara Pex, only loves second to me. 
Barbara mm-hmm. Streisand, and sometimes mm-hmm. first to me. Let's be honest, Mom. You love Respect. her more than me. Respect. We love KiwiCo at my house. I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old, and what's better than new? Kids could have every toy in the world, but when that box arrives once a month with that new KiwiCo, my kids are so stoked. And KiwiCo believes that every kid's naturally creative and curious and that they want hands-on experiences. And and I've I've found that to be so true. My son recently in his new KiwiCo, he got this cool rocket kit. And it's, you know, it's nothing crazy. It's small and it only goes eight or nine feet, but he put together the pump and then he put the rocket on top of it and he's learning about thrust and propulsion. And suddenly he's getting an education. He's busy with something for more than like a second. And it's just a heck of a lot of fun. So that's what KiwiCo is going to deliver. It's going to be a monthly thing that comes in a perfect crate that is engineered for your child at the age that they are. This has been put together by, you know, real engineers, real scientists, it's art projects, it's different hands-on experiences with high quality materials. And kids love it. They discover everything from the science of magic to engineering a domino machine and more. And there's no commitments. Don't be worried about that. And look, the truth is a KiwiCo innovation doesn't leave the factory without approval from their toughest critics, kids. So redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at kiwico.com slash good guys. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com slash good guys. Look, I love Nutrafol. I find that it helps me to feel more confident that I'm doing something proactive to make sure that my hair stays as I get older, that it continues to be thick and luscious and all the things I love about my hair. And look, so many of us have dealt with our own hair issues and hair thinning, especially it's going to happen to so many men, but it's also going to happen to one in two women. Did you know that? And if you're among them, you're not alone. Thinning is normal and it should be talked about and not taboo. And Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. That's the important part. None of this, you know, ballyhoo, you know, snake oil. This is science-backed supplements, you know, and maybe look, stress is causing your hair to thin or Maybe you just wish you had thicker hair, but you can deal with the multiple root causes of hair thinning with Nutrafol. And you don't have to deal with it anymore because the truth is millions of Americans experience this. It's not only common, it's normal, but with women, it's not openly talked about and it can be frustrating and lonely, but Nutrafol is going to help. They're the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. You're going to take their hair health wellness quiz at Nutrafol.com and identify the causes of your thinning hair and get a personalized plan to better grow your hair through their whole body health approach. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription at free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code GOODGUYS. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code GOODGUYS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code GOODGUYS. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We were thinking about a new segment for our show and we're calling it our best bite of the week. That's right. Our best bite of the week. Ben, would you like me to start? You start. This week I had something incredible. Now we know I'm a donut king and I don't hide that. I eat a lot of donuts. I have very high cholesterol and I don't think they're connected. I digress. But I was shooting, I was, I've been, I was working on something last week, something completely unscripted and completely allowed that I'm allowed to do in the, uh, during the current strike environment. I am totally legally and acceptably allowed to do it. But I was working on this unscripted thing last week and I happened to find myself in Glendora, California. Now, Glendora is home to a very famous donut stand that's been on my donut list called the Donut Man. You have a donut list? I do now. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) So I go there and here's the thing about me with donuts. If I'm doing it, I'm getting six and I'm going to put them on a tray in the passenger seat of my car. I'm going to get some Purell for my sticky little fat fingers (laughs) and I'm going to get some paper towel to hose myself down and I'm going to start breaking off pieces of each because I want to try everything. In total, I'm probably consuming three. But I want to just, I'm I'm doing a half dozen. They had these donuts. They had a Bavarian cream or a Boston cream Mm. chocolate on top. But this is real custard inside, like almost like Mm. an eggclair inside. Because you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you go to a Tim Hortons. This is standard prepackaged cream. This was like someone's Nona, someone's Abuela, I might say. My Nona. Somebody's booby was churning this cream. That sounds pornographic. But they, <laughs> they were making, and it was out of sight. And they also had one with like fresh glazed strawberries in the middle. And I'm popping strawberries. I'm getting in my antioxidants while also taking in about 9,000 grams of trans fat. It was a time. I loved it. That was my bite of the week. You, Ben? First of all, I absolutely love this segment. Josh, thank you so much for coming up with it. It is just such a such a beautiful idea. Mm. And then, of course, at the end, after 52 episodes, we'll aggregate them all, put them into a book and sell it. Yes. All right. All right. So, or we'll do diners, drive-ins, and dive style, and we'll go visit all of them. Wow. I love what it. A, God, the monetization on the monetization. <laughs> okay. So I certainly romanticized my weekend. My Sunday night was unbelievable. But my Saturday was absolute hell. Absolute hell. We did a production run for Spritz Society, new facility. I was out there at four in the morning. It started at four in the morning production in Waverly, New York, which is very far upstate, four hours upstate. Hmm. Waverly, I do not recommend going. I do not recommend it. I don't. Except if you are going to go to Becky's Diner. Becky's Diner was, and I don't say this lightly, all things considered, the best diner I've ever been to in my entire life. Wow. Now, let me explain why. I had breakfast. First of all, the woman comes up to you and she says, what kind of toast would you like? Would you like our homemade white or whole wheat? Homemade. They make their own bread in house. I got what they call their grilled cheese, which is basically an egg and cheese. 
I chose not to have the bacon, but some did. Potatoes on their homemade white bread. They this make was a so- homemade white? Yes, a homemade white. That sounds like an offshoot of the Ku, Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> We're the homemade whites. <laughs> well, only in Waverly. Homemade white. Unbelievable. I got these apple pancakes. This, These like apple uh, custardy pancakes. This like blueberry tort. It was unbelievable. My stomach from the Ozempic was screaming, stop, stop it. But I couldn't. I ate straight through it. It was so Unbelievable. Becky's Diner. Three of us ate. We probably ate for six or seven people. Guess how much it was? Uh, okay, I'm going to say- Seven people. Say it's it's breakfast for seven. But there was three of you. Yes. Three Ozempic injecting big boys? No, one Ozempic injecting big boy and then two fit eaters. You know those two. guys that can just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and they're always fit? One big boy, two civilians. Correct. Okay, three people, enough for seven. I'm saying 75 bucks. 44.38. Stop it. Swear to God. My, my grilled cheese that I said, what they call the grilled cheese, which is the egg and cheese on the homemade white bread with potatoes and ketchup, 4.95. How can that be? Was it, a, was it a, a happy hour? Nope. It's just, it's the community. It's the place. It was packed. It was packed. I, I guess it's just, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. It was so cheap. It was so good. So good. Ugh. So, yeah. Highly recommend. That was my that was my best bite of the week. What a segment. What a seg. What a this, seg. This best bite of the week is brought to you by State Farm. It's brought to you by Athletic Greens. With Athletic Greens, you can be a big fat fatty but still be kind of healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a speak pipe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Load it in. Yes. Load her in. Load her up. Okay. Let's get this started Black Eyed Peas style. I never know. Flipping. I'm never going to get this right. God, I'll never be prepared. But you know what? We try. We persevere, don't we? Okay, here we go. Hey, Josh and Ben. Love the show. So my husband and I have been together for 10 years now. And when we started dating, I was like really realistic about porn and masturbating. (laughs) Like I know everyone does it. So I didn't care if he watched it or whatever. But recently I've noticed we haven't been having sex very often. And I know he's not like leaving himself backed up. I brought up the fact that he like to have sex more often. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been a few weeks now with not much improvement and my feelings are starting to get hurt. I'm starting to feel like resentful of porn slash masturbation because we're busy and I know that it's an easy way for him to get off. But then it leaves me with that lack of intimacy. And I feel like after a decade, I can't say like, hey, I'd like it if we don't masturbate or watch porn anymore. Anyways, any advice would be great. Love you guys. Today's episode brought to you by Blue Chew. Yeah. (laughs) First and foremost, Barbara, Ava, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) When she said backed up. (laughs) Oh my God. I started thinking of pipes. I started thinking of like a rotor rooter. (laughs) 
It's such a, it's such a visual. Oh it's my such, God. It's such a visual. Okay. So we, we got a couple of ways to play this, right? I think first and foremost, lady, start watching porn. Just throw it on. See if it toots your horn. See if it lets you be less backed up. But otherwise, it's a, it's a toughie. It's a toughie. I personally think, or I know, masturbation is not a substitute for sex. They're completely different things, right? right. Like if one isn't having sex, and Josh, I'm, feel free to disagree with me. I think it, it's something else. Like maybe he's really like tired or stressed at work or life's getting to you. And like it, as a married couple, like there are ebbs and flows. Like they're, like the act of sex is is so much more than just, as you put it, getting off. And I would, I definitely wouldn't like ban out of nowhere masturbation in the home. I think that will only make things significantly worse. And then all of a sudden he's like hiding a human inclination from you, which will just create more problems. So I don't like that. But I do definitely think that finding out what's going on and talking to each other is probably helpful and assuming I don't think that they're related is what I'm trying to say. I think that lack of intimacy and masturbation are two completely different things and marriage, you go through ebbs and flows. I'll tell you this. I think the guy's, I think he's messing up. I got to say, cause I, I am a man with an insatiable sexual appetite and a wife who wants <laughs> nothing to do with me. I digress, but I'll tell you this. I have never, and I, I enjoy the, you know, I've been one to watch an illicit program here and there. I, I've <laughs> dipped my toe in the, in the dark arts of the, of the porn kind. And it's never once dissuaded me from wanting to completely canoodle with my spouse Correct. because they're different. Like I've said before on this podcast, masturbation is vaping. Sex is a cigar. You know how a cigar, it's, it's usually something that's celebratory. You take time out to do it. You plan it. You sit. You savor it. Nobody's nobody's running out for a quick cigar break. No one's chain smoking cigars <laughs> or sucking down a Cuban, unless that's what you're into. Like the reality is, vaping is something that you sneak onto the plane that you do real quick when no one's looking, and you're not proud of it. A cigar is something you tell everyone about. So what I would say to this guy, this dope. Stop it. You're burning yourself out on this unlimited supply of things. Like, remember, even back in my day, all we had were like nudie mags that we stole from the newsstand. Like, this is just a day and age where you're you're overdoing it. And the truth is, is that if you skip the McDonald's and you wait for a higher end restaurant, I'm talking Cheesecake Factory, that brown bread's going to taste so sweet. When you haven't been throwing Big Macs down your throat. Does that make sense? Does it make sense? You should, you deserve an award. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The vape is to masturbation as the cigar is to sex. Now I will say to have that true cigar experience, you need to set aside an hour. You need to pour yourself out a nice bottle of wine or maybe for you, a nice LaCroix. Yes. Who knows? Who knows? Yes. I hear the effervescence not I hear the effervescence is supposed to be very good with cigars. So you got to set aside the time, but yes, agreed with you completely. Two completely separate things. And yes, don't burn yourself out. No reason to. I have a question though, because you said that vaping is like a quick thing. How do you feel then about vapors? Like I'm with people that vape in meetings. They vape on zoom. Like I'll see them 
They'll pull, all of a sudden there's a cloud of smoke. What does that say about the person? How much do you think they masturbate? I think, oh, please. I think they're dehydrated. <laughs> they're, they're masturbating so much. And I think if you can't hold back from vaping during a meeting, you have bigger issues. And that, yeah. if I saw someone doing that, I'd be like, I don't trust this guy. And let's totally. be honest, it's a guy. It's not a girl yeah. doing that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a guy. It was a guy. Yeah, it's just like, you can't It was wait. weird. It was very weird. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what are you, nuts? It's in poor taste. Next speak pipe. Hey, Ben and Josh. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I was sent here by Leclerdia Laturdia, also known as <laughs> Turd de Lou. I'm a huge toaster and literally obsessed with Jackson Claude. Anyways, <laughs> I need a male's perspective on this. So I have been hooking up with this guy for several months. We are both in our late 20s and he has never asked me out on a date. It's like we only hang out on Friday or Saturday nights just to hook up. So, you know, I'm looking for a little bit more than that. And so I'm really wondering, do you guys think that, you know, do you believe in the if he wanted to, he would? Because I keep waiting for this guy to ask me out on a date. But, you know, if he wanted to, he would. And he hasn't. So I'm like, maybe he doesn't want to. Let me know your thoughts. Will I ever get out of this hookup zone? Because it's feeling like I won't. Mm, wow. Wow. So honest. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to? I feel like I feel like if you, if I go first, then you're just going to say something better. And all of a sudden, you go first. <laughs> no, I, you know. Why buy the cow if you're getting the milk for free, That's, honey? I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hard, you're in a very hard position. And, and, and I wouldn't take too much blame. What I would say is it's very, it's just a result of being in your 20s in that, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but that men and women are different. And that unfortunately men in their 20s historically not all, but many tend to just have different priorities. And I've been in this position before. I remember I dated a girl who basically tricked me into a monogamous relationship without me knowing. <laughs> and now you're married. <laughs> and I love you, Paige. No, uh, this was before my great wife, Paige. But, but basically to that effect where it was like, we had this great thing of like, hooking up. I really liked her as a person, but I just wasn't looking. It had nothing to do with her and just more about where I was at. I wasn't looking for a relationship, but she kind of said like, if we're going to do this, I think we should, it should just be the two of us that we should only hook up with each other, like no strings attached. But I just don't think that it's respectful and or cleanly for us to be out gallivanting around with other people and also hooking up this regularly. I said for sure, not realizing that if you're only hooking up with one person, <laughs> you're in a relationship. So, <laughs> and then unfortunately, a few months later, when I felt like I wanted to start hooking up with other people, it was hurtful. And, and it just, it ended sadly because I think she had certain expectations, understandably, that I couldn't meet. So it's a long-winded way of saying you got nothing to lose by kind of mentioning what you want. There's a chance we're very dumb, us boys, speaking as a representative of men any, everywhere, that there's a chance that he goes, sure. And then there's also a good chance 
that you guys no longer hook up anymore and you don't get that date you want. So I think you really have to decide, look, having someone great in your 20s to hook up with regularly where you know each other, where you don't have to like get over the awkwardness that if you've hooked up a couple dozen times, he would have killed you by now. So it means he's safe. And just like, you know, like there's, there's value in that too. So maybe it's about just adjusting expectation and having that fun, warm body to sleep next to every couple of days and, and going out and and maybe looking for a a possible new bow. Well done. Well done. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? First of all, so insulting. Women cows. Come on. <laughs> but why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Look, it's also a two-way street. I'm just saying, like, maybe he thinks that you like this. Like, this is what you want to do. Again, I don't know who he is. I don't know the type of person that he is. But if he is only hooking up with just you, right, and you guys are exclusively hooking up, like maybe he thinks that you just want this casual relationship because you guys are both in your late 20s and you're you're thriving and this is like a good setup. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I agree with you, Josh, wholeheartedly. The older you get, the more you start to realize that relationships are built on trust and talking to each other. And if you don't talk to each other about these things, you can have wild miscommunications because yes, many of us are dumb. I will say me and Josh are unbelievably smart. Yes. We are the outliers. True. But many Many, many men are unbelievably dumb and some of them are unbelievably mean. And you won't know if he's dumb or if he's mean until you tell him, hey, you know, I really do like canoodling and you have a fantastic schmeck. That said, I would like to see if maybe we could go to a Red Lobster and take things up a notch. Yes. That's it. That's it. Just like, you know, keep it, keep it casual. And if he says no, I don't want to be seen at dinner with you, then fuck him. But you should kind of cut to the chase on that anyways. Couldn't agree with you more. One more speak pipe for the ones and twos. Okay, I'm going to try this again because I got cut off. I didn't realize I only have 90 seconds. But hi, Ben Soffer Celebrity and Josh. I love you guys so much. I wrote this question into the toast also because I need the opinions of my Jewish king and queens. Literally, your answer is going to be the deciding factor on what my husband and I name our baby. I'm 35 weeks pregnant. My first baby, it's a girl. My husband and I love last names as first names. We've always loved that from the very beginning. In my first trimester, we came across the last name Cohen and completely fell in love with it. Our last name is Cole, so we loved like the way Cohen Cole sounded. CC, Coco, C and C, we just thought it was super cute. My husband's mom's side of the family is Jewish. They aren't religious, but his grandpa's parents were Jewish immigrants, so there is religious Jews in the family. We thought that, you know, Cohen was a, a cute Jewish last name. So we were like, perfect. We're like paying homage to my husband's Jewish ancestry. The issue is we're now seeing people online saying that's super offensive to name your child Cohen because it means priest. We haven't encountered anyone in real life saying that it's offensive. It's only been people online in like Reddit forums. We of course would never want to offend anyone, especially people in the Jewish community. We're so sad because this was like our name. And now we're five weeks. We only have five weeks left until my due date. And we're freaking out. And now we like feel like we need to come up with a new name. And we wanted to know your opinion. Is it offensive? I love you. Please help. Thank you so much. Ben, take it away. Okay. okay. First and foremost, ladies, stop asking people on Reddit what you should name your baby. <laughs> like this is, it's too much. It's too much. We're here to help. We're going to get to the bottom of this. But anything that is said on Reddit or in any chat forum, fuck those people. They're not real people. 
Like this is this is not real. Whatever naming your baby Cohen is offensive. Like I don't even know what that means. It's like it's crazy. And also those people saying that it's a priest. No, a priest is is Catholic. Like in Judaism, it's it's like it's it's just different. Like a co a Cohen. Like it, it's it's a really big honor to be a Cohen. That's all that I'll say. And I guess technically it is a high priest. So I take back what I said before. But it is just a little bit different. So it's fine. That said. Last name is first name is what? What are you nuts? Last names are last names. First names are first names. So that's my personal opinion. If you love the name, go with it. It's your child. But personally, I would just pick a first name. I like first names as first names and last names as last names. That said, I also do like CC. CC's nice. Paying homage to the great CC Babcock from the nanny. <laughs> and uh, you can go with God on that one. But if your opinion is being changed based on something you've you found on Reddit, please, 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 terrible. But if your opinion is changed by me telling you that naming your 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 daughter or son first name a last name for their first name, Cohen, is a little bit nuts, then that is what it is. My that was chaotic. <laughs> My first disclaimer is all religions, a bunch of hocus pocus, mambo jumbo. Uh, okay. So first of all, let's get that out of the way. Secondly, these Cohen's for our uneducated Jewish listeners. And for our non-Jew listeners, there's probably three of you, you know, the Cohen's it's a name. There is a certain high tribe of the Jewish people, the Cohen. They are of the highest. There's also the Levies. These are very common Jewish last names. Or uh, Levies, right? Or Levine. Levy. And yeah, yeah, bo both of them. There are de de derivations of the same thing. There's even the Kohen. The Kohen Gadol is the ultimate honor of the Kohen. But continue. The Kohen Gadol. These people, they can't even go into a cemetery because they are so open and spiritual that they're afraid that I don't know, spirits can come into their soul when they go into the cemetery. I don't mean to make light of it. What, what I mean to say is I've known plenty of people with the last name Cohen who've eaten pulled pork sandwiches in front of me and told me about <laughs> how high their name is, okay? They think they're the Kennedys of Jews. But more importantly, Cohen is a first name I think is sick. I like CC. I think it's important that you and your husband like it, you know? My son's name, another Hebrew name, Shai, adorable. My loving Gorgeous. mother, Barbara, love her. She did say when I first told her that we were considering the name Shai, she looked at me and said, no good. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why, Ma? She goes, Shai, he's Shai. They'll say he's Shai. No one wants to be Shai. Because She's, shyness... She was not, She's not wrong. Was not allowed in my home because the only value was to be an overzealous child actor who sold his soul <laughs> <laughs> at an incredibly young age. Uh, Cohen, funny. I think, is a sick name. Go with Cohen. Screw what everyone else says. My mom loves the name Shy now. It's really grown on her. Your kid will grow into their name, and then people will never be able to, you know, think of them as anything but their name. Let's move on from Cohen and Cohen and just talk about last names as first names though, okay? Go with God, we're both in favor of Cohen. But let's talk about some other, like last names as first names is insane. Imagine if your, your first name was Gallagher. That's, it's just crazy. Like uh, Smith? Smith, <laughs> like, that's, that's common, Ford. 
Ford has become I get, Miller. I, I, I guess. Yeah, <sighs> Fisher. No, there, there, no, there are some. There are some. Let's go back to Gallagher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, yes, you don't want to name like Leibowitz Cohan. <laughs> you sound like a law firm. Is this, what is this, a toddler like a or, or, or a personal injury attorney? <laughs> oh, man. All right, Cohen. It's fun. It's cute. It's cute. But really, moral of the story, and to everybody listening, please don't read anything on Reddit. Please delete it from your phone and and don't listen to these people. They're crazy. They're crazy. Should we do our what are you nuts? We should. Do you have one rocking and ready? I do. I, I So the other day, I went to go buy my son a Apple iPad. Shout out, Apple. Not that they need my shout out, but I'm a fan. <laughs> At Costco, shout out Costco. They don't need my shout out either, but I'm a big fan of both major companies. And so I went to go buy him an iPad for, he has a birthday coming up and we were traveling and and he uses my iPad, which he's dropped and the screen shattered. I don't want to talk about it, but he needed his own child iPad with all the locks and limitations that you can do because we are good parents. So I go to Costco, I buy him the iPad. And when you buy something that high end at Costco, it's being held for you behind the cashier register in like a special room. So I go to the room, I give them my receipt. Lovely woman's helping me. I get Apple Care. I don't mean to brag. And a woman comes up to me and goes, Are you Josh? Can I have a photo? I say, Yes, of course. I'd love to. Blah, blah, blah. We take the photo. She leaves. So the woman helping me with the iPad, she looks at me and goes, You know, I used to work in show business. I was a hairstylist. So I'm not really impressed with famous people. I don't really care. I don't really freak out when I see famous people. And I said, oh, okay, cool. I get it. She's like, yeah. She's like, you know, the only people I think I would like freak out about? I said, who? She goes, like, if I saw a dead relative. <laughs> she goes, if I saw a dead relative, that I think I'd freak out about. I want to say, ma'am, I think I can speak for all of us. I think we'd all freak out if we saw a fucking ghost walking around Costco getting samples. What are you, nuts? Obviously, anyone would freak out over a dead relative, ma'am. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> what are you, nuts? Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. She's like, I, you know, for me, <sighs> it's just zombies. A zombie I'd freak yeah. out about. <laughs> but not celebrities. No. But not celebrities. But yet she knew who you were. Come on, lady. Come on, lady. All right. My what are you, nuts, is the entire town of Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Home of uh, what? birthplace what of Joe nuts? Biden. What did you say? Birthplace of Joe Biden. It is? I think so. Oh my God, Scranton, Pennsylvania. You're like even I was, worse. I was no, there. I was. <laughs> I was there Friday night, on our way up to Waverly. We were just trying to stop for a bite to eat on the road. So we tried to make big chains, right? Big chains are safe. First in Scranton, Pennsylvania, we go into the Buffalo Wild Wings. My God, was I excited! You're talking about hundred TVs, beautiful menu, Buffalo Wild Wings. You gotta be here. Unbelievable. You got to be anywhere but the Scranton, Pennsylvania, Buffalo Wild Wings. There was one server, 200 people. Me and my uh, business partner, Jake, were sitting at the bar. The guy across from me sees I'm holding an iPhone. He's like, that's a nice iPhone. Uh, I got an Android. I'm like, nice, man. Nice. He's like, yeah, what, what model is that iPhone? I'm like, like the new one. Like, it's good. But your Android is awesome. He's like, yeah. What do you think you paid for that iPhone? I was like, 
Jake, we got to get out of here. Left. <laughs> drove drove outside. We didn't order anything. And then we see a Denny's. Like, it's like a strip mall in Scranton. So they have like a bunch of places. Picked a Denny's. Denny's are reliable, right? I love a Denny's. Yeah. Maybe I've only been to a Denny's in Florida, and those are the Denny's that I love. The Denny's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I open up the door. I walk in. It smells like hot lava diarrhea. Like just somebody took a complete dump on the floor. We go, we take a seat. I'm ready to order an omelet. I'm just here for the omelet. I need, I, I don't, like no problems, no nothing. All of a sudden I see literally, literally a carbon copy of Fat Bastard. <laughs> like carbon copy, just pacing around. This guy is I'm like, and at speaking as an, as an elephant, he's an elephant, like massive red beard to the floor. Just, I know exactly why the place smelled like diarrhea because he's been literally having diarrhea on the floor and walking around the entire restaurant. I go to take a piss who walks into the bathroom, fat bastard. He's there behind me, just like walking around. Then I go back, sit in the booth. I'm ready to order all of a, see all of a sudden I see him walk to the back, walk into the kitchen. I think he was the manager. I think that guy was the manager of the Denny's. So of course we left. I said, Jake, we're out of here. Left, went to a diner, found a really solid diner, got an omelet, but Scranton, what are you nuts? This place is insane. Absolutely insane. And yes, I'm going to judge the entire town based off of one single strip mall. Love it. Great. What are you nuts? Great. What are you nuts? <sighs> what an oh, episode. Wow. Really riled up. I'm just hearts pounding. It was hearts pounding. Probably all those omelets you ate. I've been eating a lot of omelets. I've been eating a lot of eggs. I love eggs. And then you went to the it, diner, there, diner the next day, and you had a, a breakfast for eleven. What's going on yeah. here? Are you overriding the, the Ozem? Are we going to have to bump up your dosage? No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. The dosage is under control. It's hard when you're traveling. You know, you just it's you can't you can't get these sweet greens in Waverly. Like it is what it is. It is what it you is. Gotta, you gotta, you gotta live, you gotta live your life. You know me, I'm a Metamucil king. So I'm basically on Ozempic now. Metamucil is great. I've started taking athletic greens. Mm. I'm gonna let you know how that goes, but I've started taking athletic greens. It's delicious. I love it. And I think it's gonna be pretty good for my gut. I hear it's not like Metamucil, but you never know. I hear that you take a good dump or two. So I'll, I'll keep you posted on my bowel movements. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll be starting a Reddit <laughs> form about it. But this has been The Good Guys. Make sure you rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Use our promo code GOODGUYS. Go hit up our sponsors. It only helps the pod because this pod's coming to you for free, no matter what. NMW. And we wouldn't want that to change now, would we? No. So go use our codes. Otherwise, we're going to have to charge a premium. Or we're putting this fucking thing behind a paywall, and it's your fault. Yeah, so use the codes, support our sponsors, support us, so we don't have to brutally murder you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Make sure you listen. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere where podcasts are available. And if you want to leave us a speak pipe going forward and we'll talk about your weird unhinged messages just go to speakpipe.com slash good guys and watch us on youtube goodbye yeah. <laughs> goodbye <laughs>Note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.